we're joined now by Jerry Hill. And, uh, Jerry, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Tommy. Okay, I got to know. Garrett and I both, boy, we've been sweating bullets. Did we get our license plates? Hey, this is this was real life, Tommy. <laughs> I mean, I get up here, and, and I don't know if you've gone through it lately, but it's, you know, it's a long line outside and through these tents and everything, and I'm like, I'm looking at that line going, hmm, this is not looking good. So, yes, I did get through, got my uh, license tag renewed, and, and we're good to go. I've already got it on the car. See, now you got a whole year not to right. worry about it. That, not that, to that's sweat good it stuff. out, man. All right, we're visiting with Jerry Hill, Director of Sports Journalism at Baylor University. And uh, before we go any further, i got to say thanks to Doug Furch and his group over at Baylor Alumni Engagement. Man, they have been a big, big sponsor of the program over the last uh, few days as we get ready for this championship. And, and, Jerry, before we talk about tonight's game, let's go back and talk about Saturday's game. You know, again, I, I've never coached a day uh, in, uh, in my life of Baylor basketball or, or any basketball for that matter, but could they have played any better in those first 20 minutes? Um, I don't think I've seen them play any better than that, Tom. And here, here's the funny thing about that. Macy O.T. doesn't score in the first half. Right. Uh, Jared Butler doesn't score in the second half. So, But that's kind of the M.O. of this team that, like, if one guy is maybe not completely on, somebody else is going to step up. And, you know, in that game, the bench came through big. But, yeah, you're right. That first 20 minutes, I mean, you're up 25 on a Houston team that, you know, won that region, was a two-seed in that region, and, and, and had lost like three games all year. So you were beating a really good team, and you weren't just beating them. You were beating them by 25. And I think most people saw that as a pretty even game. And you just completely dominated. And I thought they did it on both ends, too, Tom. Um, I don't know if you saw that stat during the game, but it was the fewest points Houston had scored in the first half and the most points they had allowed. So that kind of tells you how Baylor played in that game. So, yeah, it was huge to, you know, to get out to that kind of lead. And then you could, you know, not necessarily coast, but it was, you know, more of, hey, let's just get through this and let's get to – the championship game, but, uh, yeah, that first half was unbelievable. Baylor shot 57% from the floor, 53. I say 53% from three-point land. And, and, and they're up 25, and I'm just giddy. And so what do I do? Yeah. I text Jerry. And then after I text Jerry, I said, what if this team go, gets a little complacent? Yeah. And, and we know what Houston is capable of doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought – I said, I, I just thought, what a mistake! I just, but yeah. they, you know, they, well, Houston came out, and scored, you know, made a little run early, but then, yeah. then Baylor just kind of settled in and, and, and got it done. Yeah, and I think Tom, that was kind of key in, in how they finished that first half, getting that kind of lead. Where it, I think, I think they finished the first half on an eighteen to three run to go up by twenty five. You know, Davion hitting that step back three right there at the buzzer. That gave you a little cushion where, okay, Houston's going to make a run. They're really good, so they're going to make a run. But you know what? They never got closer than 16. And I'm like you. I, you know, when it, even when it got to 16, I'm like, uh, okay, let's, let's, <laughs> let's shut off the, you know, this shut off the spigot. Uh, and they did, you know, that's that, but that's how good they are that, you know, once the team gets on a run, you can answer. And, and that's again where that bench is so big that, you know, if, you know, maybe a guy or two is off. Uh, you know, Jared, I think he only took one shot in that second half. 
he didn't force anything. Uh, Macy Oteague stepped up, though. But I thought Flagler and Jonathan and Meyer all played really well that whole game. Uh, and the bench outscored them. I believe it was something like 32-11. to 11. I mean, you know, you win by 19 and your bench outscored them by 22. So I, that was, I think that was one of my first things that I put in my story was Houston starters actually outscored Baylor's starting five. But Baylor's bench won that battle 32-11. to 11, And that's that kind of depth that, you know, and it'll have to, as Holly mentioned, they'll have to come up big tonight. Yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, Meyer, uh, Meyer had 12, and John Wachachua had 11. I mean, the list goes on and on. Flagler uh, with seven points. Jerry, when when you look at tonight's game, when when you look at Gonzaga, and and let's begin on the defensive end. We know what Baylor what Baylor is about offensively, but defensively, where does this thing begin? You talking about from Baylor's defensive perspective? Yeah, Baylor, Baylor's defensive perspective. What First, have they got to do? And as as Scott said, and he's right, nobody has done it over here. Nobody has really even slowed these guys down. So I think your your you know your quest, your your hope is that you can at least slow them down. Maybe keep it in the seventies. Um, shoot, maybe even in the eighties. I mean, they average over ninety points a game. I don't think they're going to score ninety on Baylor, and if they do, they'll win the championship. But I, I think that's your hope is that you can. You know, kind of get up in, you know, maybe Gonzaga hasn't faced, and I don't think they have. I don't think they've faced this kind of defense where they'll get up in your grill and they're going to harass you and they're, they're just going to be, uh, Davion is just a pest sometimes. I mean, I would, I would, you know, I heard Matt Mosley talking about how he could score off of him. No, he couldn't. Um, I, I hate to, I hate to dispute that, but I don't think hey, Matt, Matt Mosley can score hey, off Matt Mosley can't score off me and you. <laughs> Well, specifically now, he could not. Uh, but that's what they're going to have to do. They're just going to have to get up in their grill and, and just, you know, kind of harass them and, and make things tough. That's, that's, their, that's their goal tonight is, you know, don't give them any easy things. I think I saw where they're averaging 25 transition points a game. You can't do that. You can't give up a bunch of easy points and, and give them layups and fast break points and stuff like that. You gotta, you gotta make everything hard. I mean, even you know they're gonna make some shots because they've got five guys that can all score it and, and score it in a bunch. So you, they're gonna score. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna make some buckets. But just make everything hard. Don't make anything easy on them. And I know y'all have talked about it throughout the day, but Drew Timmy is the one that kind of worries me because I'm not sure that Baylor has anything that can match up with that. I think guard for guard, they they can match up with any of those guys. Uh, you know, Corey Kispert is six seven. I still think they can match up with him, whether it's Vital, Macy Oteague, uh, Jared Butler. They've got guys that can match up with any of those guards. Jalen Suggs, I've seen him projected as the number three overall pick in the draft. I don't think that scares Davion Mitchell. You know what? He's faced Cade Cunningham, who's the number one overall projected uh, pick in the draft. And, and they've faced other guys. Uh, the guy at Arkansas that's a, a top ten pick. So, uh, I don't think any of that scares them. They just need to make it hard. They're going to give up some points, but you know, just just don't give them a bunch of easy points. Jerry, regardless if if Baylor wins or not tonight, how will this season be remembered for the Bears? I mean, to me, Garrett, and you know, you can look back at that 1948 team. This is the best Baylor team that Baylor. This is the best basketball team Baylor's ever had. I don't think that can even come into dispute or argument or anything, uh, you're talking about a team that won the first Big 12 championship 
first conference championship in, since 1950, uh, and the run that they made in the NCAA, NCAA tournament. I mean, last year's team won 23 straight, so that was a great team. But they didn't finish. This team finished. Um, if you lose in the national championship game and you lose to the team that's been number one all year, I don't see how that can be a disappointment. I mean, like, if you got blown out, maybe. But, I just and again, I don't see this team getting blown out because of its defense. But, yeah, I think win or lose, this is the best Baylor Baylor team that they've ever had. Talking with Jerry Hill. Uh, and, and, Jerry, i, I got to tell you right now, uh, we, we've got – We've got appetizers here, the the sampler. And it's, it's do, I, do I still need to come by? Time? You know, I even had my order ready. I was going to get a bacon cheeseburger with mushrooms. So maybe I need to still swing by. I, I don't know why you don't. I, I don't understand by. why you don't. I mean, we're, we're, we're here. We're having fun. And we'll All be right, here. Now, listen to the right? hey, Yeah, we're, we're here till 7. Seven. Oh, okay. We're gonna walk you. Right, we're gonna walk you right up to John Morris and Pat Nunley. But listen to what we have on the sampler. You ready? Yes, sir. B- boneless or traditional wings, mozzarella yeah. sticks, onion rings, and loaded nachos. I mean, it, it, how does it? You can't go. You can't go wrong with that. So it, it's all right here at the twenty-three twelve West Loop three forty in Waco. Okay. Final question: Who wins? How does it go? And is this is this a game in the in the in the seventies? Is a game in the eighties, or could this game even reach the nineties? I don't think it reaches the nineties. Like I said, I think if if it gets to the nineties, Baylor. I don't think Baylor can win that game. I mean, they do. They can get up and down the floor, and they can certainly score. I mean, they they're averaging over eighty points a game. Um, I'm I'm gonna take you know, and I, and I guess I should since I'm a Baylor employee. But but Tom, I'm <laughs> I'm being honest with you. I think Baylor wins. I just think. They're, you know, and people will say that that uh, Gonzaga was, is the team of destiny. I, I really feel like Baylor is because um, they've kind of weathered the storm. They went through their COVID. They went through a 21-day COVID pause and, and did lose a couple of games. But I think this is one that they can win. Um, obviously, they've got to, you know, keep them down into the 70s, maybe even the low 80s. But I think Baylor wins, um, you know, a close game, obviously. But I I think Baylor's defense, and particularly Davion Mitchell, gets it done. Jerry, thanks. Appreciate your time, as always. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.